Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by former NBA point guard and Sirius XM NBA radio analyst Antonio Daniels. Antonio, how's it going today, my man? I'm good, Kerrigan. How you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, man. Let's start with this. The league right now is waiting to see what happens with Kevin Durant. Is he going to Miami? Is he going to Phoenix? Will another team enter their hat into the ring? Ultimately, where do you think KD lands? I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. But I would tell you this, Carrington. He's not going to Phoenix. You can almost eliminate that with everything that just transpired with DeAndre Ayton. Simply because without Devin Booker on the table, without DeAndre Ayton on the table, what other pieces do they have to offer as far as having an all-star type potential sending back in a Kevin Durant trade in return? I think it would have been different if DeAndre Ayton, um, they were or- organizing some sort of sign-in trade or whatever, but now that DeAndre Ayton or Phoenix has chosen to match the offer sheet by the Indiana Pacers, now DeAndre Ayton can be moved for up to a year. So I think that eliminates KD from the Phoenix Suns perspective. Outside of that, I have no idea. It's hard to think of KD going to Miami and Brooklyn getting back what they want in return without Bam Adebayo being in that package. Here's the thing. I've been saying this on our show, Carrington, for quite some time. I am not ruling out or am I against the fact that KD does not get moved, that he ends up back in Brooklyn. That's where I am right now because when you look at the market, if I'm Sean Marks and if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm starting to think like, okay, where is the best chance that I actually have to win? And if I'm Sean Marks, I'm thinking, if I'm not getting what I want or need in return, why would I do this in the first place? I am not ruling out Kevin Durant returning back to Brooklyn. It's interesting you say that, Antonio. I actually think that's the best-case scenario. If you just go through the top eight guys for Brooklyn, it is not a bad team if KD and Kyrie can get on the same page. For two guys that constantly tell us how good of friends they are, they don't even appear to be on the same page. If those two guys would agree to come back and, hey, let's put our all into this. Let's make this work. We got Ben Simmons. We got some good role pieces. I actually think Brooklyn is the best place for both him and Kyrie. As do I. As do I. But I don't think it's just a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving conversation. I think it's a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Sean Marks, Joe Psy conversation. Because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving can sit down and talk about it. But a lot of the issue that happens when someone asks to be moved and when someone asks to be traded, it's an issue with the front office. So I don't think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving need to work out anything between them. I think they need to work out the splintering between themselves as players and then the front office. I have said this for quite some time. I think the best place 
for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving first to play together and also and also to win is in Brooklyn. Plain and simple. They keep saying, well, look, we want to play together. Well, the best place for you guys to play together is where you are now. We want to win. The best place to win is where you are now. Because I think you're right, Carrington. When you look at Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, a healthy physically and mentally Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, and all of the role pieces, Royce O'Neal, some of the guys that they've added, this is a championship-caliber team. They're right up there with the, the Milwaukee's and the Philadelphia's and the Miami's and anybody else that you have coming out the Eastern Conference. Right now, we're talking to Antonio Daniels, played in the league for 13 years, has a championship ring, former point guard, currently with Sirius XM NBA Radio. Antonio, if you were a team and you have the choice of trading for Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell, which of those trades would you rather make? Well, first and foremost, it depends on where I'm at as an organization. What am I trying to accomplish? Am I in win-now mode, or am I win three or four years down the line mode and bringing someone in to build and grow with my young talent? Because here's the thing. If I just have to make a choice right off the jump, I think Kevin Durant's the best player in the league, plain and simple. But there's a reason why the market is not what Brooklyn thought it would be. And it has nothing to do with talent. I think sometimes people question his willingness to stay loyal to one situation. So if I'm an organization, am I willing to risk an all-star player or two and then picks in return for someone that after one or two seasons may say, look, this is somewhere I don't want to be anymore, so I'm going to ask out. Now I've mortgaged my future for the present, and now my present is in jeopardy. So for me right now, if I'm in win-now mode within the next year or two and I feel like Kevin Durant can get me a championship in the next year or two, I take that chance. If I'm in a, well, you know what, we're not in the championship mode right now, but maybe in three or four years with the draft and we add a couple young pieces to this that we can win then, then I'm going with Donovan Mitchell. Because you can't ignore the fact that there's a nine-year differential in age. That matters. Kevin Durant's 34, Donovan Mitchell's 25. So the future matters too. And you're right, Antonio, it certainly does. The reason I would pick Donovan Mitchell is – to me, the qu- the cost to acquire is so much different. Where if I'm a team right. like Memphis, Agreed. for example, I probably don't have the package that I could go get Kevin Durant. But I think I could put Jaron Jackson together. Maybe I put another piece, draft picks, and I can probably go get Donovan Mitchell. If I'm a team like Philadelphia, if I trade Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey, I can probably get really close to where I keep my core intact and then I add Donovan Mitchell to Joel Embiid and James Harden. I'm with you. Right. I think I, right. I, I, I think Kevin Durant's probably one of the three best players in the league. I don't have him as number one. I put Giannis at one. But I'd have it KD, Giannis, and Luka somewhere in that combination, top three in the league. But just you can get Donovan Mitchell for so much cheaper, and you're getting a bona fide all-star that can plug in and be a great number two for any of these close but not there yet teams in the NBA. And I think that's the difference. As you said, close but not there yet. If you're close but not there yet, that means you are in the championship fast lane. And if I'm a team that's in the championship fast lane, I'm going for Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Because he takes me, depending on what I have to give up, he automatically takes me over the top as far as the championship is concerned. You think about what Golden State had when they added Kevin Durant and made the league unfair. That's why fans were so upset at it. Because it was almost a pre-gone Conclusion as to who the eventual champion was going to be once you add someone with the firepower skill set of a Kevin Durant. So if I'm Philadelphia 
and I get an opportunity to acquire Kevin Durant or I don't. Either way, Philadelphia is in a championship or bust time of, the, of their organization right now. Every time that they don't get to the West Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals, it's considered a disappointing season. You know what I mean? Memphis, right now, they, are, they have raised the expectation. Where in the past, it was like, oh, man, they've really surprised us. Well, they really surprised us. Well, now that surprise is over. So if you're going to acquire someone like Kevin Durant, that increases the pressure, that increases the amount of responsibility and the way your team is viewed. So that's what I mean. I think there's a difference as far as what am I looking for? What state is my team in now? Is it a win-now mode? Is it, you know, three or four years down the line? Whatever it may be. I think that makes all the difference. And that's a great point, Carrington. I think you can get Donovan Mitchell for a lot less. It would take a lot less to acquire Donovan Mitchell than it will Kevin Durant. Right now we're talking to Antonio Daniels here for a couple more minutes on CBS Sports Radio talking about the association. I look at Donovan Mitchell as the Knicks need to go make this move. The Knicks have been talking about trying to acquire a player like Donovan Mitchell since they lost Carmelo Anthony. He is a 25-year-old superstar. He is from the New York area. You can put him with Jalen Brunson. You can keep Julius Randle. That gives you a team that can win 50 games, that can get Madison Square Garden back rocking. This is a move that the Knicks have to make, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I hear you, but I think it also has something to do with what am I giving up? You know what I mean? What am I giving up to to acquire Donovan Mitchell? You know, is is R.J. Barrett in the deal? You know, because the thing that you don't want is you just said it's the best player that they've had or had an opportunity to acquire since Carmelo Anthony. But if you go back to that time with Carmelo Anthony, remember they gutted their team to acquire Carmelo Anthony. And that's what you don't want. Again, it comes back to the am I, am I really – putting the pieces around the guy that I'm bringing in to be in a winning situation. I, I would love for the Knicks to acquire Donovan Mitchell. And the question that I have, Carrington, because there's a reason that the New York Knicks are targeting Donovan Mitchell. Did Donovan Mitchell do what Adam Silver has been asking players to do for quite some time and ask to be traded to New York behind closed doors? Because one day it went from, Danny Ainge and those guys saying we don't want to move Donovan Mitchell to now they're taking and taking calls for him and talking about different trade options for him. So obviously nothing's come out, but in the, in the back of my mind, I am thinking, did Donovan Mitchell go to the Utah Jazz after they traded Rudy Gobert, realizing it's rebuild time and asked to be moved from Utah to the New York Knicks? Antonio, one other player that is always in the NBA storyline is Kyrie Irving. Can you see any scenario in which he doesn't play for the Nets or the Lakers next season? Is there any chance he plays for any other teams in the NBA? I don't think so. I don't think so. And that's why I, I the same thing I said about Kevin Durant, I'll say about Kyrie Irving. I can see Kyrie Irving opening up the season in Brooklyn. Because there's only one option for Kyrie Irving. There's only one option for the Brooklyn Nets. And that one option is with the L.A. Lakers. It's different if you have 9, 10, 11 teams with interest in Kyrie Irving. But when you have one team that has interest in Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving also has interest in them, what if I'm Brooklyn? And I don't like the package I'm getting back in return. What if I don't want Russell Westbrook back? What if I don't feel like that Russell Westbrook gets accomplished what I want to get accomplished for Kyrie Irving? What if the Lakers don't want to put and add picks in alongside Russell Westbrook? Now you're stuck. So I've been saying this on our show for quite some time, Carrington. 
I, it would not surprise me one bit to see Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant open up the season in Brooklyn because the options are starting to become limited. And obviously, there's a good amount of time still before training camp even begins, before the regular season begins. But when you start to look at the available options and teams out there to make Kevin Durant happy, to make Kyrie Irving happy, and to make the Brooklyn Nets happy, day by day, those teams are coming off the board. Antonio, last question here, and this question I can admit is a little bit self-serving because I will be in Las Vegas tomorrow to go to the Summer League. I I, got to get your opinion on Chet Holmgren. I am going there solely because I want to watch Chet Holmgren play basketball. I didn't get a chance to see him play in college in person, but now he's going to the league. He's been playing really well. I'm just curious about Chet. He's the most polarizing prospect of all of this. 7-2, can step out and shoot it, but I got the same questions as everybody else when it comes to his body type. And can he make it? What are your impressions of Chet Holmgren so far with what you've seen with him in Summer League? Well, here's my thing about Summer League. I am not the biggest fan of Summer League because I feel like it puts these young players in a no-win situation. You know, to me, Summer League is like uh, preseason football where if a team plays well, you know what people say? It doesn't matter. It's just a preseason. But if a team plays bad, then people say, oh, you know what? This team's going to suck. It's the same with with these young prospects in the summer league. Chet Holmgren goes out and he balls out. You know what people say? Oh, well, you know what? It doesn't really matter because he's not playing against guys that he's going to play against during the season. But if he goes out and he struggles, then people say, oh, my gosh, he's a bust. So it's a no-win situation. What I've been impressed with with Chet Holmgren and a lot of these guys, as opposed to the stat is the skill set. That's what I'm paying attention to. And you just said it. Seven foot two. He has shown the ability to put that ball on the floor. He has shown the ability to pass it and attack the rim, and he is a great. He has great defensive instincts as far as rim protection is concerned. So when people say things like, oh, you know what, will his body hold up for 82 games? My response is, in today's NBA, whose body holds up for 82 games anymore? There were five guys out of 450 in the league last year that played 82 games. So basically what you're saying is, Chet Holmgren will be like everyone else if his body doesn't hold up for 82 straight games. I've been very impressed with him. I've been very impressed with Paolo Bancaro and also Jaden Ivey, even though we only got to see a game of Jaden Ivey in about eleven, about five minutes or so. But, yes, I don't pay attention to the stats. I don't pay attention to all this other stuff. I pay attention to the overall skill set. The question I have for you, Carrington, is you're going down to watch Chet Holmgren play. Will Chet Holmgren play? Don't say that because, Antonio, this happened to me a couple of years ago with Zion Williamson. So he played the first game of, of Summer League. I was supposed to go to the second one. And, of course, Zion Williamson got hurt. Don't even put that negative energy into the you atmosphere. Know, it's not negative. It's not a negative thing, Karen. Carrington. It's an obvious thing. So a couple of days ago when everybody was up in arms about Paolo Bancaro not playing against Chet Holmgren, on our show earlier that day, we read a promo, and I followed the promo by saying, one of these two won't play today. That's what to, and then and then next thing you know, Paolo Bancaro shut down for the remainder of summer league. Like the thing is, I understand it. I don't think it's a bad thing because if you think about it, it's like would it surprise you if Chet Holmgren didn't play? No, because they've seen all that they can possibly see out of him right now. At a point, in, we're at a point in the summer league where we're talking about the last two days. Right now, the risk does not outweigh the reward for paying him. I'm not putting, like, bad omen out there or anything. I'm just saying what we've accustomed, become accustomed to seeing from this time of summer. We've seen numerous teams shut their lottery picks down already. 
You know, I'm just saying him playing in Utah and then playing the majority of games in this in this uh, summer league in Vegas, would it surprise you if you if you went down there and Chet Holmgren wasn't available? That's all I'm saying. Antonio, I certainly hope that you're wrong here. I mean, you're probably right that I'll end up going and they'll end up not playing and I'm just watching just two random teams play basketball. I'm not looking forward to that. I wish you were. I, I, you know what? I, I want you to be honest. I also want you to lie. I want you to come on here and say that Chet Homer is going to play. He's going to score 50 points and I'm going to have the greatest time. But of course, you couldn't do that for me. Yeah, I'm sorry, Carrington. I wish I could, brother. I got to speak truth. I got to speak truth. <laughs> that is Antonio Daniels. He played 13 years in the league. You can catch him on Sirius XM NBA radio today. Antonio, man, I really enjoy talking NBA with you, man. Thanks a bunch. I appreciate you, Carrington. Thank you, brother. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 